Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray from Black, Married, and Debt Free. And yes, you have heard correctly. Shira Murray and I have decided to step out into the podcast world to share with you some really, really dope content. For those of you who do not follow us on our YouTube channel, shameless plug, Shira and I are a 30-something millennial couple that paid off over $110,000 in debt in 2017. And we are passionate about sharing exactly how we did that with others. In today's episode, we're going to be sharing with you five ways to make money in real estate. Yes, we get a lot of questions on real estate and the end goal is always to turn a profit. So we're going to be giving you guys five ways that you can make money in real estate. You don't want to miss this episode. Let's get it. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Debt Free, and I am here solo today. Shira is away for work. She's traveling and doing some work. Uh, So I am coming to you guys with this week's podcast, and I will be sharing with you guys uh, some pretty cool stuff. So come hang out with me. So I am going to be talking today about a post that we posted on Instagram. We get a lot of questions from people about real estate. You know, they they know that Shire and I invested into out-of-state rental properties and people have a lot of questions. People want to get into real estate. People want to make money in real estate. That's the goal of it. It's not just to have, you know, a collection of homes or a collection of properties, but the the end game is to make money. So, we're going to be sharing or I'm going to be sharing with you some unique ways that anyone can make money in real estate. You don't necessarily need a lot of money to do all of these real estate strategies. So let's get right into it. A very popular strategy that uh, I have dabbled in, a very popular niche is wholesaling real estate. And this is extremely popular currently because it's a way for an individual to get into the real estate investment game with no money down or very little money down. Pretty much the principle of wholesaling is you as the investor, you pursue a individual that is looking to sell their home. Now, you're going for a type of home that is undervalued. So this home may need uh, a lot of repairs. The seller of this home may, you know, be facing some extenuating circumstances where they need to get out of the home quickly, or, or it may be a home that they have received through the loss of a loved one. And this home has just kind of been thrown on them. It may be a landlord that just is tired of being a landlord, you know? Uh, so you, as the investor, you're looking for a home that is owned by someone who is 
not looking to list this property on the market with a realtor, but a person that is looking to simply get out from under this property. So you as an investor, you go to this individual, you negotiate the deal. The goal is to negotiate this deal for under market value. And then you lock that deal up with the owner of that property with a particular contract. Now this contract has a clause in it that states that you have the right to purchase it yourself or you have the right to assign this property to an end buyer. Okay, so you're gonna lock that uh, property up with the property owner, you're gonna get that contract. Then from there, you know, you go find an end buyer, you go find an investor that may be looking to do a, a fix and flip. Uh, someone who has cash, someone who has the capital to purchase this property from you cash. And you're going to sell your position in the transaction to this end buyer. So you're not selling the physical property because you're not a real estate agent, you're not a licensed agent. But what you're essentially doing is selling the contract to the end buyer. And you're selling that contract to the end buyer on the condition that you are paid an assignment fee, okay? So that assignment fee, it could range uh, anywhere from $1,000 to $100,000. It all depends on what you got that property for. So if it's a property that's $100,000, that's worth $100,000 all fixed up. And now that property is damaged, right? So you're able to get the property for $50,000, okay? you're going to attach, let's say you attach a $10,000 assignment fee and you sell that property to the end investor for a total of $60,000. Now that end investor has a $40,000 spread that he can still earn money. So the goal is to get the deal at such a good price that an investor would wanna buy it. And, and so it sounds extremely you know, easy but you know, there's some a lot of moving parts. So once you find that end buyer, that end investor, you can take both contracts, the contract you got with the original seller of the property and then the contract that you uh, have with the, with the end investor, you're gonna take that to a title company and the title company's gonna, gonna, gonna make sure everybody gets paid essentially. And pretty much now your assignment fee is just a lien on the property so it's just pretty much you're just a fee that needs to get paid during closing you know just like uh any any other fee that may be involved you're, you're now just a closing cost so once everything is done and the home is in escrow the seller of the home gets their portion of the check which is the fifty thousand dollars that you promised them you get your ten thousand dollar check and the end investor gets their home and they get to do what they do with it so that is a extremely popular way to essentially become a real estate investor with no money down. So that is the first way to earn money in real estate. Another popular way to, you know, kind of get in the real estate game is to be a fix and flipper. So, you know, this was made extremely popular by, you know, television programs like HGTV, right? Where uh, a person gets these jacked up homes, you know, these homes that are run down, and you know they're they're general contractors, so they're able to come in and and gut the home and and 
get the value to be raised simply by fixing the home up. And you know, this process may take a month, may take two months, however long it takes you to make the repairs. And then you sell the home with the equity that you've gained by fixing it up. And so you may buy a home that's just totally, you know, messed up. I love using the $100,000 number. So you may get a home that's worth $100,000 all fixed up. And because it's so messed up, you may get it for $50,000, right? And you know it's gonna cost $20,000 worth of repairs. So now you're all in for the $50,000 plus the $20,000 in repairs. So you're in for $70,000. But once you've made those repairs, you can then sell it for what it's worth all fixed up, which is that $100,000 mark. So boom, you just made $30,000. It sounds great, right? <laughs> like I said, once again, there's a lot of moving parts there, but that is another way for you to earn money in real estate. That's another popular real estate niche. The real estate niche that has probably made more millionaires or there, there are more millionaires involved is the buy and hold strategy. And that's simply an individual that purchases a home. They may be purchasing a home by, uh, you know, just getting a mortgage on a house or they may purchase it cash outright. But what they do is they purchase the home and they hold the home and rent the property out. You know, some people call this, uh, you know, a, a bit of slower money because you, you know, you may have a mortgage on the property. Uh, let's say you have a mortgage on a hundred thousand dollar property. Uh, where you're paying $600 for the mortgage, $600 a month. But you're able to rent this property out for $1,000. So there's a $400 spread there. Now, of course, you're going to uh, have expenses like you know your taxes. You're gonna wanna set aside some money for vacancies uh, that may occur. You're gonna wanna set aside some money for uh, repairs that may come down the line. Um, so after all those things have been taken uh, and set aside, expenditures and things like that, you may be able to cash flow $200 after the renter pays you $1,000 and you've set aside those things and you've paid the mortgage. You may have $200 cash flow and that's your money. You can do what you want with that. You can spend it, you can save it. So that is 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 another great way. Uh, a lot of people, you know, that's considered the, you know, the holy grail or that, you know, every investor wants to get to a place most investors want to get to a place where they they can have a lot of those types of uh, buy and hold properties and they could just sit back and collect money, you know, into perpetuity. I mean, you could collect collect it, you know, for years to come. You could pass that down to your kids. So that's a very popular form. You, you may be uh, an investor that buys the home cash. Right. So if you if you have the capital to just purchase a home cash now, when you when you rent that out, you're keeping all of that money. You're not using any of it to pay a mortgage on that property. Um, you, you may be still setting aside a few hundred dollars for your expenditures, your taxes and things like that, but you're keeping more of that because you've paid cash for the home. Think about those three strategies is it's all about numbers, right? So you want to make sure your return on investment is good. You don't want to, uh, you know, I heard a, a, a gentleman that I follow say one time he's a real estate real estate investor that just because you can get a house for a dollar doesn't mean mean it's a great deal if it's a money pit you know if it's going to just suck money out of you and, and the numbers don't really make sense 
then it's really a bad investment. So you want to make sure that the numbers make sense. You want to make sure that your return on investment is is good. You don't want to be putting more money into something than you're getting out because that's not a good investment. You don't want to put money into a home that is just consistently having issues because that's not a good investment, right? So in all these scenarios, the numbers made sense. So you want to make sure uh, that that that's what's happening. Uh, another strategy that is extremely overlooked, extremely overlooked. Not that it's overlooked, but it's maybe underutilized. And that's simply investing in REITs. R-E-I-T, a real estate investment trust. That is the simplest way to get into real estate. Uh, pretty much a REIT is a an index fund that is filled with properties. So it's a trust, an investment trust, something you could, an index or a mutual fund that you can purchase. And uh, these are little pieces of properties, these, these, these investments, right? So uh, it's just like, it would be just like investing in a company, but you're investing in a REIT. And uh, you know, the returns on, on, you know, some of these REITs are really good. I often, we, we often refer to our friends Irish Journey, they were on episode 13, so go check them out. But they recently did a video on how a particular ETF REIT that tracks uh, tracks about 190 REITs uh, from Vanguard. A simple ETF has been returning 15% for them over the you know the amount of time they've been, they've been investing in, it. and that's an amazing return. That's an amazing return. So uh, REITs are very underutilized because you're not investing in a physical property. You don't get to go in and pick the carpet. You don't go get to go in and, and do anything like that. So you you know it's it's something that's not as sexy, but uh, it's once again it's all about that return. And a REIT is something that uh, can can generate a good return. And you are investing in real estate all over the world, all different types of real estate. You know these trusts are made up of of of, of those. So definitely look into REITs, guys. If you if you haven't already, check those out. I pretty much posed those four ways to make money in real estate. And uh, I, I asked, you know, our followers, uh, shout out to all our uh, IG followers. Uh, I asked, are there any, you know, ways that they're investing that maybe weren't listed? You know, there are many ways to invest in real estate. Those were just four that Shara and I kind of came up with. And so uh, I got some, some interesting responses. And one response, uh, is amazing you know we get a lot of people you may be out there and you're like man i want to get in real estate but i don't have the capital you know i, I want to make money but I, I don't have the money or the wherewithal to like to like really do anything like that like you may be just renting you may be a renter right you may be renting a two-bedroom apartment and or renting a, a you know a, a three-bedroom home and you're like you know i, I can't get into real estate i'm not you know I, I haven't even really bought my house yet you know well a friend of the, the the IG family hipped me to a new way that even someone who's renting their home or renting an apartment can be a real estate investor, can be a landlord, right? So subleasing. So pretty much an individual that's renting, let's say you're renting out and living in a, a two bedroom apartment, right? or a one bedroom apartment, for instance, you could 
be renting this apartment for, let's say, $800. You're renting this one-bedroom apartment out for $800. If your landlord allows subleasing, you can sublease this property to another renter for $1,000 or you know $1,200 and take that, that excess money and, and keep it for yourself. You know, that's a strategy that I, I didn't even know was out there, but it's called subleasing. So you're under a lease because you're renting. Like I said, you're renting this property for 700 bucks and then your landlord allows subleasing. So you move out and you sublease it to another individual for $1,000 and you keep that $300 spread and you're, you're a landlord. You're making money in real estate. Incredible, right? If, if that doesn't grab you, let's let's say you have a, a property that you're living in that has two bedrooms. You're only using one bedroom. You can rent out that second bedroom to an individual. Room renting is in, in, in our area of California. We live in Northern California. And California has a housing crisis. We have a housing shortage, right? Uh, my wife, Shira, read an article recently that stated uh, we would need to, California would need to build 3 million more homes, more properties to house those who have nowhere to stay. You know, we have a, a homeless crisis. We have a housing crisis. We have people, you know, people are just trying to trying to live, trying to find somewhere to live. So in California, room renting is at a, it, it's blowing up. You know, Shire and I are thinking about getting into the room renting game. So you could rent your room, your second room that you're not using out for $500, for $600, for $700. And you could technically live, you know, close to rent free by using that money to pay your rent. So, you know, that's something that, you know, you can look into for those of you who may say, hey, you know, I'm not into the house flipping thing. I'm not into this thing, uh, but I do want to get involved in real estate. I do want to earn money in real estate. These are some cool ways to do it, guys. So I hope that I share something with you guys that you could take away and, and, and really research. You know, that's the goal is for us to spark something in you and then you could potentially uh, research it and, and, and learn more about that. So hopefully we share something. I share something with you guys that you can take away. This is Marcus. I'm here solo. I don't like being alone, but shower is really busy with work guys. We're grinding. We're always grinding, but we wanted to be sure that we're giving you uh, your weekly dose of the black married and death free podcast. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars, write great reviews, anything that you can do to help us. We really, truly appreciate it. All right. So for Black Married and Debt Free, this is Marcus Murray signing off until next time. All right. I'll let you guys later. Peace.